Okay, Bible and Daily Lifers, here we are. We are going through the whole Bible in a year, and we are in the book of Exodus. Now, what's going to happen here in Exodus is a little bit confusing to a lot of people, and it's this point in Exodus, when somebody starts reading through the Bible, they start wondering what in the world they're reading about. And not only do they get there at this point, but when they get into the next book of the Bible, which we'll be doing as well, the book of Leviticus, they do the same thing. What is this? What is this about? So we're in chapter 35 of Exodus. And some unusual things happen. It says, Moses said to the whole Israelite community, this is what the Lord has commanded. From what you have, take an offering for the Lord. Everyone who's willing, I like that, that the offerings are willing offerings. Everyone that is willing is to bring to the Lord an offering of gold, silver, and bronze. Blue, purple, scarlet yarn, fine linen, goat's hair, ram skin, dyed red, another type of durable leather, acacia wood, olive oil for the light, spices for the anointing oil, fragrant incense, onyx stones, other gems to be mounted in the effort, in the breastplate. What is all of this stuff? We don't have any clue what it's even talking about at this point. All who are skilled among you are to come and make everything the Lord has commanded. So God's going to command something and skilled people are going to make it. The tabernacle in its tent, in its coverings, its clasp, its frames, its crossbars, its posts, its bases, the ark and its poles, the atonement cover, the curtain that shields it, the table with the poles. What is it talking about? Um, he's saying all of this, but what is it? And what is it that's going to be made? And and so he goes around with all of these things, utensils, the posts, the sacred garments. Uh, uh, and then in verse 20 of 35, it says, Then the whole Israelite community withdrew from Moses' presence, and everyone who was willing and whose hearts moved, they came and they brought the offering to the uh, for the tent of the meeting. Uh, on the tent of the meeting, for all of its service and for all of its sacrifice and its garments. All who were willing, I love that, men and women alike came, they brought gold, all kinds, they brought brooches, earrings, rings, ornaments, bringing all kinds of gold, just like they did for the golden calf, they're bringing their gold, and they presented an offering of silver, bronze, acacia wood, every skilled woman brought uh, what she had spun, get down to uh, verse 30, and you have these two guys that are able, they're skilled to make things, Beelzebul and Aholib. And so it says they were they made this, and uh, in verse 36, they bring it, and finally they had to stop the offering. Chapter 36, verse 6. Moses gave an ordering. They said the word throughout the camp. No man or woman is to make anything else an offering. And so the people were restrained from bringing more because they already had more than enough to do the work. All right. So there we are. So they need all this stuff. They're going to do a work. And they now they have to stop the people from bringing it. That'd be an amazing thing, right? That there's way too much money. We're telling people, don't bring any more money. We don't need any more money. Just... Uh, Stop bringing the offering. Well, that's what happened in this particular place. And what's going to happen is they are going to make a tabernacle. What does that mean? What even is a tabernacle? Well, 
tabernacle is a tent, and this is going to be really important because when we get to John, when we finally get there to John, and we will get there to John, we will move along and we will get there to John's gospel. When we get to John, it's going to say, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God, uh, and the Word dwelt among us for a little while. That's what John 1.14 will say, he dwelt with us for a little while. And the idea of him dwelling there is this idea of a tent, of a tabernacle. So this tent in this tabernacle is going to teach us about Jesus. It's going to teach us about the Christian experience, the Christian life. It's going to teach us about Jesus and the Christian life. So, chapter 36, let's get the overview, and then we'll jump back. Chapter 36, it tells us that they're going to make the tabernacle, and it gives all of the instructions, the curtains, where they're supposed to be, how, the, the things that hold the curtains, the poles, what is to be made out of, what's to cover it, what color it's supposed to be. We're going to get to chapter 37. We're going to see a thing called the ark. We're going to see a thing called the table. We're going to see a thing called the lampstand. We're going to see a thing called the golden altar of incense, chapter 37. We're going to see the burnt offering. We're going to see a basin for washing. We're going to see the courtyard. And then we are going to look at all of the materials that were used. So what is this about and what is it that we're doing here? Well, all of this is going to become a visual representation of the work of Jesus Christ. Now, God's a creative God, and he's a, he also teaches us visually. And in the ancient world, people like to learn visually because not everybody writes, not everybody reads, nobody has books per se. You can't, un, can't pick up your phone and read something on your phone and look at something on your phone. So it's this visible representation of Jesus Christ, and him coming and dwelling among us. So the whole scripture is about Jesus from beginning to end. That's the overarching story. That's uh, what some call the scarlet thread of redemption that runs through the whole Bible. Jesus, the blood, the sacrifice, the incarnation runs all through the Bible. So we're going to take a look here at uh, this particular tabernacle. Let me see if I can find it for you here. I think I have it right here, and I'm going to share, and I hope, I hope that we are all watching on the video. If we're not, if you're just doing the podcast, please, at least for this one, go to YouTube or Facebook or someplace and find the visual. Find the visual. And what you can do with that visual is you can maybe just copy it, take a picture of it, but we're going to talk about this particular tabernacle. Now, what you're seeing right now is what that tabernacle looks like. Down here in the lower left-hand corner, that's a representation of what it looked like. And somebody has done that by going through the book of Exodus and taking all of the dimensions, because the dimensions are very specific. There are, in fact, specific dimensions. And the colors are all laid out for us, how everything is supposed to look, where it's all supposed to be. So you can do this. So that's a representation of it, and it's in the wilderness. So if you look at the top 
left, you see a picture of it around the tribes of Israel. And on either side of this tabernacle, the tribes are placed. So there's 12 tribes, and they're placed three on each side. So there's three to the north, three to the west, three to the south, three to the east. The tribes are all camped around this tabernacle. So, so what? What does that, what does that mean? What is that significant of? Well, the idea here is that this tabernacle is representing God among us. That's what, uh, that's what the incarnation is. The incarnation is Jesus came to dwell among us. And this is a representation of Jesus coming to dwell among us for a little while. And this, this tabernacle is only going to exist for a little while. And Jesus, when he came and tabernacled among us, when he tented among us, when he lived among us, when he was the incarnation was among us, it was only for a little while. And so for a little while, this picture here of the tabernacle being in the midst of all of the people. So being in the midst of what? Well, um, let's think about it. If you are in a tribe that lives on the western side of the tabernacle, and you're interested in a girl on the eastern side of the tabernacle, then all of your dating life, Jesus is in the middle of it. Now, suppose you're living on the northern side and you're doing business with somebody on the southern side. Well, the picture here is that God is right in the middle of your economic life, right in the middle of your business life. And of course, business and trading and those kinds of things have to do with our ethics. It has to do with how we get along with each other. He is right there in the midst, in the middle of everything that we're doing. Now, in this particular picture, and I hope everybody finds that picture either on YouTube, Bible and Daily Life, Calvary Chapel 316, or Facebook on uh, Bible and Daily Life, on the podcast, just at least take a picture of it. You'll see that there's a, sort of a fire going up into the sky. In the, the picture here, it looks like there's some kind of nuclear explosion at the top. So I don't know if that's what it looked like or not, but but this was God's guidance. You see, that fire would be there all the time, and the people would see it, and whenever that thing stopped, they needed to stop. So in this particular picture, it stopped. The, the fire has stopped, and so they camp out there, and they stay there. And this is a lesson in guidance, because sometimes that fire would begin to move, and when it began to move, the priests needed to dismantle this tabernacle, just needed to dismantle this whole thing, and they needed to move along with it. Now, if you look at the lower left-hand side, that seems to be a picture more in the day because there's more light. You can see all of the details in there. Well, it's a cloud by day, and at the top, it's a fire by night. And so as long as the cloud was sitting there, then the people needed to stay. This was a lesson in guidance, and we'll learn this all through the Bible, that God leads us and that God guides us. So we're going to leave it there that the picture of the tabernacle is about God among his people in our all of our life, our sex life, our money life, our, our business life, our uh, ethical life, you know, all of our life, our social life. Maybe you have friends on different sides of the tabernacle. It's all God in the midst, in the middle. And God leads us, and God guides us, and we need to learn those lessons. We're going to come back and look at this tabernacle 
some more. So um, there we go. And we will be in the next chapters, actually the same chapters of Exodus that we were in, looking some more at the tabernacle of God. So um, there we go. So um, bless you guys. Love you. We'll continue with the tabernacle.